Hey guys, welcome to Faz Radio. I bet things look a bit different for you guys watching on YouTube. Do you want me to send the announcement or do you want to just do the green room now? We're doing the green room now. This is the first well, no, time. I know, but do you want me to send the announcement while we're doing that or you want me to wait till the actual show starts? Well, in the future, when we, when we do these shows, we'll send an announcement out to green room uh, subscribers and then uh but since we have no green room subscribers because we haven't started the plan yet uh go ahead and send it out now all right so people, do. This, is, this is the free green room <laughs> look we already have one one viewer you haven't sent out time. shit so the green room the green room is I... our bullshitting sorry nate uh no 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 <laughs> green room is our bullshitting before the show to get things ready on Faz Radio. Uh, this is normally not going to be part of the show, but we're doing it as part of the show this time. So as to advertise it, so you know it's coming. So I would, uh, if you're on like Apple Connect and stuff, you're not going to see our alternate background here. But on YouTube, you see Faz Radio Green Room and it's green. And then that's going to change to the actual <laughs> Faz Radio thing later. It is. It's green. The I'm describing from the visually green impaired. background. Can you publish the announcement so I can push it over to the uh, Forge and Crypto Discord <clears> too? <throat> I just did. It should be live. So on our announcement, we do all of our technical stuff in the green room. We make sure that our sound is good because for some reason, no matter what effing sound setup I, I set up, there's something wrong. And somebody should check the YouTube. Make sure it's streaming. Probably. Oh, that's my job. That's your job. You're too busy doing your other job. Uh, <laughs> Harassing but, uh, you, yes. But yes, we're I'm it's uh, right now. this is us setting up, talking, you know, about uh, getting things going, what we're planning to talk about. We know what we're going to talk about. Today we're planning to talk about uh, economics for play-to-earn games and uh, touch on some other subjects like uh, that Twitter debacle which has a very interesting... Is it concluded, Mr. Titan? No, it's not. Okay, then we'll, Titan, we'll, we'll talk about that in Fast Radio, so shut up. Shh, shh. <laughs> Why'd you ask the question? Let's, now, we're also going to test some things. Uh, we're going to do video, so I want to test the video, see how we can do this. Sound checks, okay. <clears throat> you got to hear yourself, too. You got to be able to hear all three of us. That's how it works. Changing the screens, but nothing's working. I guess I got to turn off this uh, little static green room thing. Hold on. So I got that in the upper right-hand corner. No, it just it, it had a delay on it, so it automatically did it. It's good. Yeah, it's like 20 seconds usually. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, if you're lucky, That's... Nate, when you get to be my age, my wife compliments <laughs> me constantly. She says, best four inches and nine seconds of her life. There you go. <laughs> Better late than never. Uh, how old are you, Titan? Uh, I'm 52. Oh, God damn. You're really <clears throat> old. I'm ancient. Yeah, I've I've got the ancient rarity going. I like it. I, I only got seven years on me, so all right. Hey, I remember those days. That's right when everything went to shit with me. 
I was perfectly <laughs> fine. I was perfectly fine till I was like 45, 46. Then I got glasses. I had to start taking yep. pills. I was giant fat. I was like a hundred pounds 40, heavier. Than you're right now. 40, 46 for me too. It's, <laughs> it's, I started noticing problems with my eyes when I was driving. It was like, do I have like allergies or something? But it was, no, it was, uh, that's when you start needing the new glasses. No, I got nothing wrong with me. I'm perfect. Yeah, that's what I used to say. I used to argue with the doctors, right? I go into the doctor's office and they're like, what pills are you on? And I'm like, I don't take any. And they're like, wait, you're like 46. No, you, you've got to be taking something. What You don't what take bottles pills do you for some reason. You've got to get on like, some pills. I'm serious. I'm like, I got nothing. And then I got fat. And then uh, I was like 280 pounds. Damn, and uh, yeah, I was huge. And so uh, my blood pressure then went up. So I was on a blood pressure pill. And then that blood pressure pill caused this and caused that. I was on like seven pills. And I finally, I'm like, fuck this. And I lost all the weight. And as soon as I lost the weight, magically, all the pills went away. Weird, right? Yeah, yeah I know. Weird. It's like crazy. So then like, hey, have a healthy diet. That might help you out with something. Right. I did. Well, you know how I lost the weight the first time was just eating once a day, which turns out it was intermittent fasting is what they call it. Yeah, and now. then I got I got a little bit big again. I got close to 200 a couple of years ago. And for the most part of the last couple of years, I've been doing carnivore, uh, which is just pure meat and water. That's it. And yeah. I, I've been never been healthier. I went off of that and did keto for a while and I got down to my target weight. Now I just kind of not be a pig and i'm doing all right <laughs> okay dude i did carnivore for a while and i felt the best i've ever felt in my entire life like yeah that's no kidding and my wife was pissed that i started dieting without her and she's like damn it so i stopped doing it and now i'm like oh i gotta do that again because i felt uh fucking amazing so yeah well the first week as your body adjusts i always i always got into that and i was like oh you feel like complete dog shit you can't sleep then all of a sudden it clicks in and I mean, you sleep, you wake up, you feel refreshed, you have energy all day long. You get that good butter and you put the butter on the steak and the hamburger. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. My, I, the my, cholesterol, my cholesterol went to almost zero. I was like, perfect. I, the doctor says I look like a 20 year old with my blood numbers when I'm on that thing. It's I, like I knew him when he was 20. He doesn't look 20. <laughs> I had hair too. I had, I had this big afro. It was terrible. That's so I'm 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 not a carnivore uh, because my body doesn't like it, and I had to remove parts of my body like gallbladder. So now I I'm a vegan, but not by choice. Occasionally I'll eat meat, and then it'll make me ill because once you stop eating meat for a while, then your body doesn't want to digest you it. Get bit by that Texas tick that gives you like so you can't eat meat. Do you get bit by no, that or something? No. Uh, it's gallbladder. Uh, so you can't die. So your uh, gallbladder helps, uh, you know, break down the fats and stuff. Basically. So, yeah. If you, but if you have anything, meat, meat happens to have a lot of fats. So, so I guess if it's a really lean meat, but wild game, bro, go start hunting shit. You'd be fine. That, Rabbit. Elk, that elk meat, man. It's, it's lean. That deer meat is lean. is delicious. It, did, did you actually get an elk? I know you, you, yeah. you went hunting recently. Yeah, I got an elk. Uh, I got a deer this year. I got an elk, and I have another deer tag. So, how many? But that one goes for a while, and it's local here, so I can go walk around people's backyards and shoot. shoot. How many? How many points did you get, sir? Uh oh, on the deer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, over if I was counting where Titan is, it was an eight point. Uh, if I'm counting here on the <laughs> west side, no, 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 no. <laughs> how, how many? How many points in their 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 antlers? 
you know. That's what I said. That's what I'm saying. If I'm counting okay. Titan wise, it's an eight point over here. They call it a three point. Oh, okay. It's because they're it's, bigger it's, that way. Yeah, everything's <laughs> exactly. bigger out here. When you when you go over the when you go over the uh, the mountains to this side, it changes. It's kind of funny. So my elk was a cow elk, though. So oh, well. no points. But she's okay. big. Do they to, so with do the those females? Calls. Do they count udders? They should probably count udders. <laughs> uh, Look, I used to do those that's calls. That's right, right there, man. Get that get that get that udder milk right from the teat. It's like the best. <laughs> 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 and your buddy the the new hunter will be like i got a one teat go ahead drink from it i dare you <laughs> yeah long, uh, long ago yeah. i used to work for fish and wildlife and we call up everybody who's who was had a hunting tag that year and ask them what they got and it's like the honor system basically yeah <laughs> so i'm wondering how They're many people lie yeah, they try to get information so they can, you know, dictate what's going on in those units. But I got a funny story about the one teat. So have you ever seen the movie Your Highness? It's got Kenny Powers in it. It's got, uh, oh, what's Princess Leia? What's her name? Uh, Carrie uh, Fisher? No, Fisher, sorry. No, the, the sorry, not Princess Leia. Uh, Princess Leia's mom in the, the new ones. I don't uh, know. A Padme? I don't know. Her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, she's in it as well. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. So she's in it as well. And in this, there's a Minotaur, and Kenny Powers kills the Minotaur, and he wears the dick around his neck as like the trophy. He like cuts it off. He had a hard time, anyways. Cuts it off. So we watched this when we were at uh, deer camp a long time ago, and uh, my buddy's like, "I'm totally doing that if I get a deer." So he <laughs> he shoots a deer, cuts it off, ties it around his neck, and has this deer penis hanging around his neck the entire and we got opening day and we were there for a week so he had it hanging around his neck for an entire week and literally we would sit around camp we'd be drinking and hanging out and all of a sudden he's you look over and he's like rubbing it like a worry stone like it was just (laughs) what is happening right now Oh well, no! At first, it was just a habit, but now I kind of like it. It was just like, and it was just like, didn't even think about it, and he's just like, oh, they're just kind of rubbing it on it. And I was like, um, this is getting a little awkward, but you know, whatever. <laughs> you think, dude? Do they have locks for more these centaurs? All right, and on that, uh, now, now we know what kind of stuff is actually in the green room, and. Uh, when we actually start Faz Radio, we're not going to be talking about deer penises hanging around in people's eyes. <laughs> what a boring podcast. Yeah. Right? Well, this is this is, this is is probably going to be a separate podcast just beforehand because I still want Faz Radio to be like its own thing in in podcast land. You do you, man. We, we do. Titan, Titan and Faz are doing the Titan and Faz. So we have about 10 minutes. So this this is this green room thing that we have is gonna be about I don't know 10 10 to 15 minutes beforehand. Then we'll probably have something afterward. Uh, that's the fun one, man. We talk about uh all the people who watch the podcast. So you're gonna definitely not want to miss that. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Start talking smack about people. <laughs> Fuckheads, man. <laughs> Did you hear the way he's talking to me? Fuck that dude. Right, you know, you should just oh. do like a a week where you bring in just a rando uh, <laughs> off off of uh, you know the Crypto Faz Academy, 
you know, we, we offer that all the time and everybody goes, yeah, 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 we'll be in, we'll be in. And, and then, then they don't show Everybody's up. busy. Yeah. Everybody gets busy suddenly. Cause they're afraid. It took, of... us, it took us a long time to get XRP Detroit, but we finally nailed him down. And that was a fantastic show. We did it on wax network. He, he brought us through, okay. he walked us through the whole thing. Golden worked Hawk. out really well. Nice. What's that on That's your cool. back wall there, Mr. Titan? That right there is the CFA logo. I don't know if I can get close to well, that it's, thing. It's Here, the, let me turn it's, on the light a minute. It's your uh, it's your position logo. He's he's the dean of CFA, so he doesn't have the anchor on it. But it's the CFA logo without the anchor. Mine has the anchor. Faz had those That's made. No, yeah my my wife finally talked me into letting a cat in the house. Um, I'm anti cat. <laughs> Uh, but the kids begged and she begged and begged and begged. And I like one cat in this planet and it's my cat. And that's it. That cat loves me to death. Yeah. Cause every time, every time I'm talking to Titan at night, he's like, God damn it. Would you get off my fucking desk? God damn it. Get, get, get out from behind my monitor. Oh my God. That cat loves it behind the monitor. Oh my God. And all my cords get warm. yanked out. I'm like, son of a bitch. Okay. So let's start There's this up here. There. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. Maybe. Yeah. So we're gonna we, Plus, we have a logo there, so here. He's got to do it. I'm gonna start experimenting with with Faz Radio logos, and I want people to to give their opinions of it. So uh, that's what we're gonna do. So we're gonna start the real Faz Radio. Normally, this would be a separate show, uh, but I'm just gonna do it now to make sure I know what the hell I'm doing with Streamyard here. So first thing I need to do is do an overlay. Where's the overlay? This guy. What do you think of that? Pulsing I like out. it. We've got some music here. Let's turn up the music. And then we'll, the, I'll turn it up and then we'll start our regular shows. Any last words, people? Any last words? Nope. Okay. <laughs> There we go. It is now Faz Radio time on Faz Radio Planet. It's the Faz Radio all the time. You already got a comment on your sweet beats, man. Well, Sentinel 999. Wait, you're the comment guy. So nine, for nine, those of you nine, that have not tuned in yet, Faz Radio is now doing Faz Video. But without Faz first, because Faz doesn't have a Faz camera yet. But that will happen soon enough. See if I can, Soon enough uh, means like two years, people. Push maybe, him. Maybe. Constantly make well, him I want a reason. live. I want a reason for it. There we go. So that's me and the upper right-hand corner. Or something with no camera on it? What's going on? Uh, I had a camera, then I had to give it to my son for school. And I know they're only 20 bucks, but I just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. Maybe people can comment and say that they actually care and I got a I got a decent one. Mine was like eighty bucks. It does the ten eighty p, and it has a good microphone. I was talking to you on that microphone last night. Oh, so I so thought I could do a picture on Streamyard, but as soon as I click on that picture, this happens. Nothing. Oh, 
Wait, wait. You don't. Oh. You don't have a. You don't have a that, labeled either. It just says. Well, I know. I, I. I. can't even mess with that on Streamyard. So what I'm going to do is is have OBS do this through OBS. Have the the screen done through OBS. But we're we're starting. Your logo's on. Well, yeah, I have that in the upper right hand corner. But, uh, but I haven't. Uh, I haven't gotten everything together yet. That's uh, that's what we're using our our sponsor money from. For our, our new sponsor is. I got a logo for that. Hold on. Nerdnode, shop at Nerdnode. Nerdnode, Nerd that's, <laughs> that's Nerd really going to come in handy with uh, with this V3 switch. I just saw something drop about an hour ago. Well, let's explain Nerdnode first of all. We got to do this every time because there could be new people on here that doesn't know what the fuck a Nerdnode is. So some some cryptos have nodes associated that like distribute coins, distribute NFTs, and whatever. And you buy a node and you usually run it on your machine or run it on, say, a, a VPS machine, a virtual machine somewhere in the world. And, uh, you know, some of this node software uh, might crash from time to time and you constantly have to restart it back up. So NerdNode automates all that for you. You just what, give them login information and then they, they, they run your nodes all the time. And I mean, you got to have CPU power for some of these nodes. So I'm curious to about that too but uh anyway they 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 if your your node crashes or if something something's wrong with it then they will uh what's what's that you'll reimburse them so nate here forged in crypto here is in is is the the top dog over at nerd node and we we get him on thursdays and uh, maybe he can tell us a little bit about it do you have an elevator pitch no okay. and i'm not the top dog i just you know He's a dog. I don't know anything about Nerd Node outside of the, when it's when it comes to like the actual back end side. Oh. Look, okay, it's all done by Andrew. Like he's the he's the brains behind all of that. I'm just out here trying to help people run their nodes a little bit better. So, you know, nodes can be a little bit troublesome to run, especially now. Now I'm dovetailing into the Gala nodes that uh, that we were running. They have a new version of Gala nodes coming out, which this new version crashes like once a day. And it's going to be a pain in the butt. They're forcing everybody to go to this new version. They just delayed it, though. Oh, they did? January 19th or 18th? Oh, 18th. good, because it was going to go live, what, the 14th or 15th? Yeah, like next week. Which is but the same day month. that Echoes of Empire was going to start their thing. That would have been fun. <laughs> Echoes Sorry, of Empire is doing a, a limited alpha again, right? Who is? Echoes of Empire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm excited about that one. <clears throat> one. It'll be interesting to see. Faz and I were, were the other night, we were uh, perusing OpenSea and looking at some planets, and he was filling me in on some of the new stuff that he had discovered through it as well. It, I think this is going to be a fairly good uh, test from what he was saying. This is like Faz's, this is his wheelhouse right here is these space games. So... So yes, Echoes of Empires is a new game uh, by Gala Games or with one of their partners, and it's going to be—I think it's going to be kind of like uh, Civilization a little bit, but in space. And for those that have NFTs, in fact, the land NFTs, this is only open to those who have land NFTs. And then I think later they're going to open it to people that don't have it, but I don't know when that is. And so if you have a land, in, if, you you got to go and discover your land. To play. Um, because I have a few land NFTs. I wonder if I spread those out to different accounts to let people come in and try it out. 
That's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. That, that would be an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they there don't you, get, you don't get dinged for it. I mean, I've told well, them from the get go. I've told them from the get go that I'm doing that. I have, I think, eight different accounts for Black Harp between Black Harp and myself, um, because we have a ton of assets. And it's like, okay, I'm going to sit on these and just do nothing, or I can have other people come in and utilize these assets. So I'm going to build. I'm going to make other accounts. Like, and I'm 100 going to be upfront with these are my accounts. There's just I have a lot of assets. I just want people to play them. You well, know, I was going to send. I was going to send one asset to. Uh, to titan here so he could he could at least see what it's all about this this first bit is just like discovering your land you'll be able to do some things i don't know if you'll be doing battles but you'll you'll learn how to like discover land in the game it's kind of a limited alpha yeah i think uh what we're seeing with gala is a lot of these alphas uh champions arena which came out which was actually i think one of their best that game looks good yeah it's crisp man and they just came out with NFTs today, didn't they? Did they? What? Um, some people, somebody on. posted Stop. something. Stop. Somebody posted something. What? What? I got to buy something. If there's something oh. I got to buy, what? I'm buying so, NFTs? Okay. Somebody oh, posted wait. something on CryptoFaz Academy today. And the first thing I said is, hey, that's not Gala shit. Take it off this channel. And he's like, what? This is a Gala game. Oh, okay. So apparently there's like these cards or skins or something. Are you talking about uh, the uh, other? It's the other game, not that's uh, Champions. No, no, I'm Legends not talking about Legends. Nope, nope. You think nope, the Champions? They don't even have NFTs. I'm just telling you what I saw. I yelled at Shadow Knight in, in particular. I'm on their site right now. There's no NFT. Okay. Am I going to have to share my screen? Well, let's find I can Shadow do that. Knight. Where are you at, Shadow Knight? Shadow Knight on CryptoFaz Academy. Well, are you going to show me where the NFTs are for sale? Me? No. Well, okay. they would obviously be on the Gala store, on. no? What's going on here? I don't know. Right, there's Hold nothing on. on the Gala store. I see Hold Legends on, Reborn, share my screen. Eternal Paradox. Hold on. on you. Trying to figure out why I can't... Uh... <laughs> there's always a technical difficulty here. Well, as my son says, <laughs> I am I am unable to can at the moment. Just a second here. Okay, got my screen. Unable to can. Unable to can. I can hardly can. Okay, let's see if I can share that screen because that I can do. Present, share screen. And I heard that. That's really loud, Mr. Titan. Okay. So uh, from my brain trust here, they're telling me that it. Basically, you can acquire these cards in the game right now, but they are all oh. basically off chain. What? That's what Fuck the brain that. Well, screw that. Okay, no, wait, I thought these wait, were off which off which chain? ETH or G the Jiri? No, no chain, no chain. No chain. No chain. It's a no chain NFT. <laughs> That's a new one. So then, how are you what? supposed to own it? You don't. You it's don't a database. Shit, so they're just in game. Okay, I didn't know that. This is why I don't I don't know these things. Gala's new slogan. What's that? Oh, apparently the ownership hasn't come yet. So okay, so I, I don't okay. know if it's uh, not played or going to get these dropped <clears throat> later on down the road or something along those lines. Potentially, I don't know. So it's but, cool that uh, they have the game. 
the, the you you have the game. I believe it's going to stop being live next week when EOE goes goes live. So you got the yep. game. You got yep. something going on. Gala's doing a lot of things, and they want to show you that they're doing things. So there's nothing wrong with this. I'm fine with no. them getting showing you stuff before you buy the NFTs. I mean, it's no longer a surprise, right? Why not? That's great. Imagine that. Uh, I have, uh, I was thinking about something today. Uh, it was something on Twitter and they were talking about speaking of NFTs and games. And I can't remember what it was. They posted uh, about the royalties and games and royalties. Uh, I know this wasn't on the list of things, but it's just coming up. And uh, uh, how some people are on one side of zero royalties and then you have the others that like, should have royalties. And I thought about a, another option that's in here. Like you have a conglomeration uh of all of the of the above right we have the one side of gala that you know charges an exorbitant amount for an nft right ridiculous amounts so why not and it's to fund the games 100 to fund these games to be made so why not take that and uh make it so that the royalties are unlocked at a later date two years down the road i don't know so it gives like them time that's very like sounds like an investment product. <laughs> well, guess well, what? You are an investment. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what else do you buy the thirty thousand dollar fucking chicken for? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I digress. yeah, it, it's they. Yeah. At this point, I, I don't think there's any way to escape it with, especially Gensler now. He said the time is limited. He was just quoted as time is limited. We're gearing up. And I said, oh, well, here we go. Basically, once they start heating up the economy, that's that's when the time is done. Because what's going to happen is all these crypto projects are going to make a lot of money because the, the bear market's going to go away. And then they're going to be right there collecting, you know, finding people. They don't want to find, I don't think they want to find people right now. I think they want to find people when it goes back up. Well, yeah, you can find people all day long, but they all lost their money. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I need $10 million. Oh, I've got uh, $10,000. Will that work? Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> hey, one gal is one galley either way. <laughs> we'll take all your gala. <laughs> okay, put it in your put it in your wallet. This is the we're gonna have the uh, the watch of the um, what is it the SEC wallets? You know that hold all of our crypto for payments. Uh, <laughs> they'll be the new. I, I would wallet. like to know. I would like to know where uh, if they even have wallets for that, or if they want it in cash. Oh, they want it in cash. They don't believe in crypto, dude. Come on. No, well, they do if it's a security. <laughs> Everything's a security. Get out of town. So what what's that? Now a Democratic senator today was was saying talking smack with Gary Gensler, saying, Hey, you you apparently don't know what you're doing with FTX. What the fuck? And you know, I like hearing both sides actually coming down on Gary Gensler about things. It might mean that something might get done. Maybe. I mean, uh, I think Gensler at some point in time has to get ousted. And the guy has shown he's incompetent in what he's doing. He has no clue what's going on, but I don't know. I, I, I think he has a clue. It just sounds tone deaf. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know how good he is at his job right now. I mean, if apparently he felt it was, it was more fun or, or better to go after Kim Kardashian than it was to go after FTX. That should have FTX shaking in their boots. Now they went after Kim Kardashian. First. Oh, 
Oh, for sure. I think if we actually would have seen anybody have any kind of gumption, they would have subpoenaed SBF by now. Like he would, I mean, he's just going around doing talks and nobody's saying anything. Nobody cares. Like how, well, how has he not been subpoenaed? Well, first of all, they want the celebrities to get busted like that because they don't want people promoting anything. They, they want this to go away. So if they start hammering people who are promoting it, everybody will be afraid to promote it. On the other side of it, absolutely, with uh, this, this Sam not being arrested stuff. I mean, this is like stupid. And this this subpoena by Twitter thing. Oh, my God. I, I watched that. I'm like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? If that was yeah. you or me, we'd already be face down in the front lawn. That, that's <laughs> that's just crap. That's crap. Well, you, you know, you talk about that, too, and it's you, that they just want to get the promoters. Well, what do you think he did? If you actually followed his Twitter account, he literally was promoting when FTX was buying and selling like all the time. Like, he was a promoter. There's no doubt about it. I, I think he's he's trying to do all these interviews to make himself look like he's stupid and incapable actually you know he sounded so good before but now he's just like uh, i don't know uh and i i feel like that's a strategy i mean his parents are lawyers aren't they uh they're yeah stanford i think they're stanford lawyers so they, they would have shut him up immediately i mean they 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 know what they're doing oh yeah <clears throat> well and they have the connection i mean that's the key here oh oh what's this hey i saw that I saw that. I was that back trying tightly. to delete it. I don't know how to do that. Oh, is, no, is that, oh, that, that was that spam or what something? Happened? Yeah. I don't know. What hi, I want to, to offer of promotion it. of your channel, viewers, followers, chats. But yeah, let's delete that. How do we do that? Uh, you got to go to YouTube and do it. Uh, oh, no, that's I? on Twitch. That's on Twitch. Oh, shit. I'm not logged in with Twitch. Well, nobody on YouTube can see that. But now All that right, you just good. showed it to everybody, you just enabled <laughs> a, a spammer. Right. I'll go to Twitch. Like, well, it kept it wouldn't let me right click, so I clicked it, and it's like showing, and I'm like, uh oh. I'll do it. Go ahead, go about your business. Keep keep talking. No, so so I uh, I I think I don't think you're totally wrong, Faz. I think I think he is trying to make himself out to be an idiot, so that people will feel sorry for him. This mainstream media that is pandering to him and calling him and, and that Caroline like victims and <laughs> they were trying to do good. I mean, what in the hell is going on here? That's like Dude, ridiculous. They were, to, they were trying to save the world and you know it. Oh, oh I saw that. Oh, man. That was their whole goal, dude. They were trying to save the world. Well, and then you've got people like Brian Armstrong over at Coinbase and he's Mr. Tough Guy there for a while with his tweets, you know, hey, come at me, bro. Yeah, try and do this. And now all of a sudden, because he gets on, he gets on yesterday, I think it was, and he's like, yeah, so we're only going to have revenue about half of what it was last year. So oh, yeah. guess who's going to be Gensler's bitch now? Yeah, well, you know, he's got to placate to all the all the investors now. Everybody's going to complain, right? So they got to. Yeah, you're sure not allowed on, to lose money. No, yeah, you nope. can't lose money. That's not what this is about. You're supposed to put your money in and just up only, man. Yeah, this is a rough market. Not even, not just for crypto. Like uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a um, RIA this morning, and he's like, 
it's rough out there, man. Like it's it's tough all the way around. So, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's financial markets as well as crypto markets. It's not just crypto. And yeah. they were posting stuff this morning. I noticed uh, new polls say only eight percent of people are approving of crypto now. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way 8% of, you, you know, it's just so much crap. They're trying to push this under the rug before it gets started again. 8%. Yeah. I, I was cracking up. Yeah. So we're still early is what you're telling me. Yeah. Right. Well, is it me or is all the, the banks still starting to get in? Isn't uh, JP Morgan still trying to get in? This is still when they're going to get in, dude. This is when BlackRock right. is going to, they're going to end up buying Coinbase themselves. Like Coinbase is going to come up with an, a ridiculously low evaluation. Their market, their market share or their, uh, uh, their overall, um, God, I can't think of the word. Anyways, whatever their worth is going to go way down. BlackRock is going to come in and do a hostile takeover of Coinbase. And then they're going to own Coinbase and they don't have to develop their own stuff. And they're going to be like, oh yeah, we've always supported crypto from the beginning. This is the greatest thing ever. Well, we they're going to say, they're going to say anybody. we were suspicious at first, but you know, we got all that worked out. And now that, that we are well positioned, we're fine with it. Exactly. That's their, you know, I'm, I'm actually convinced all these interest rate hikes for the last six months have been uh, really because of crypto because I mean, I, I think they're they're making the stock market fall just to just to hurt crypto. I don't think and, so. Well, I don't think they care Jamie, that much. Jamie so Dimon small. just went on and was talking about how he believes that the Fed is going to take interest rates to five percent and sit them there, and he's he's thinking it's going to be a time bomb. They, it's like they're it's like they're doing it on purpose, almost like they're doing it on purpose. Just to make people suffer. No, that would be a conspiracy, Nate. We oh, we don't do show. conspiracies. Sorry, that's not this we show. We can't do that. Right. Uh, not that's on lame. this show. That's later. We got <laughs> we got something coming on that. <laughs> hey, um, we just got tweeted at by the mafia, and they apparently have a uh, a little video that they wanted to share. They asked me. Yeah, to throw so it up. What? Let's let let's see if I can I can do this. Present. Share screen. It says it has audio. I don't know if you're going to hear the audio, but we can watch it nonetheless. Here it is at stream. There we go. And go. Can you hear that? No. Okay. Well, we got some. We got some uh, video here. The spider tanks. Is oh, is that me? Getting, is that Faz getting destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're trolling you on your own show, dude. Yeah, I know. Oh, that, look, if I can't laugh at myself, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. That's cool. That's cool. There. Uh, here, you here fans, play this. No, they didn't say to play it. I just decided to play because I was a nice guy. Who? Little did I know that's that it was making fun of me. That's okay. That's okay. I'll remember that, guys. <laughs> hey, look, they, everybody dies in spider tanks. You might just die a little bit more than everybody else. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we'll spin it positive for them somehow. So oh, that's great. That that's that means uh, you you should go to the mafia. What, what's what they, what's their website? The sportsmafia.io. Uh, it's what? the mafia.io. No. The mafia.io. Yeah, go there, and uh, I'm sure they'll they'll probably have more shit going on. 
Now they got a lot of cool stuff going on. Actually, if you it's if you're doing spider tanks, anymore. have you used their calculator yet? Oh, yeah, I did, and it, it did not. The moth.io. The moth.io. The moth.io. Yeah, um, so yeah you, I did the calculator. It didn't. It didn't accurately estimate me. Maybe I was doing it wrong. I don't know. Yeah, the moth.io. The moth.io. Is that improving at all? Is is the is the VP? Because everybody was complaining. I was watching that nobody's earning very much VP and no, and not much silk again lately. Well, I think what we're seeing is we're seeing a narrowing of the uh, from in the beginning. You have your ancients uh, were far above way more than your your lower tier. And I think we're seeing that kind of come together and be a little bit closer um, in the more like of, the ancients are learning, earning less and the lower tiers earning just a little bit less, too, because <laughs> I, I was well, yeah. getting more. I'm yeah, a, but, mine's a legendary. But the difference is bigger, right? So, or sorry, less. The difference is less. So they're actually coming closer together. So it's a little, little more. So bigger. yeah, instead of them getting like fifteen thousand victory points for for one game, they now get like two to five thousand or something. That's that's what I'm noticing. Well, I'll put. This I, I get two hundred per <laughs> per game because I have a legendary tank, which is right below ancient, isn't it? Uh, you know, it, it all depends actually. So your first, are you talking about just your first win or your first few wins? Well, my I, first you know, few wins, uh, I can't get above like 250. So yeah. it, it goes, yeah. it comes, it goes for about the first three wins. It's above 200 and then it starts falling pretty heavily after that. Honestly, so I, I get, I, I get about a silk or two a day, depending on how long I play. Wow. That's a great use of four hours, huh? No, it doesn't. Okay, I don't know how dude had to play four hours to to win enough games <laughs> to get one silk. That maybe it's maybe it's because he had a common tank or something. Who was but, that? Yeah, guy? I, uh, who did that? Yeah, I, I can't Jake? remember. Oh, was Jake that Jake <laughs> Oh, yeah, he, he stopped doing the live streams on that because he he was going all all uh, nuts, and then all of a sudden it popped up. He got like one silk, and he's like, "Oh shit, that ain't good to put out." <laughs> Look how much money I'm getting. Look at all this at one silk. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm gonna stop telling people they can make what? How much a day? It's silk is at like a dollar, dollar. No, we don't care. Whistle. Pig. Yeah. Well, he and then we should we should post that. Nine nine nine. He was asking what I had in the glass. Oh, okay. What What else? You know, with his, it, you're gonna be a millionaire statement that he put up too. Well, yeah. Not he, one silk at a time. Wait, wait, not wait. Get like two months ago, he had a video saying that you're going to be a millionaire with Gala. Now he has a video saying you can get $10 a day with Gala. It's <laughs> a bear market, dude. It's We're down a lot. Of course, you're going to go from a millionaire. Okay, to so with the bear market, crypto is down 90%. Does that mean you're going to earn $100 a day then if uh, in the in the bull market? I mean, all my coins are down 99.9%. 99.99%. <laughs> Oh, it's ridiculous. I hate, I don't even pull up anymore. I don't even look at it because it just, all it does is depress me. I look at it every day. I'm like, Let it ride, man. Let it ride. When I start seeing some good news, maybe then I'll look at it. Just forget it for a while. You there's, got there's, to, man. There's these little teeny rallies that seem to go for about a day or so, but then they kind of dry up. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's, it's definitely a rough one. Definitely a rough one. But one of the things I think we want to talk about when we talk about crypto stuff was uh, like uh, in the gaming side, what are the one, one token? Yes. Cards, right? Well, you 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 beat me to it. I was about to uh, to to introduce that, but yeah, okay. So we're going to talk about token economies. 
uh, where there are games that uh, have their own token. And then there are games where you might, there, there are companies with multiple games that might share a token. Um, I'm not aware of very many multiple games that share one token. Are you? Uh, so, so, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You're okay. sure, man. I'm just a guest. Okay, okay, okay. So, Gala Games, I'll just use Gala as an example because that's who we follow. Uh, Gala Games has multiple games. They have Town Star, they have Spider Tanks, they have this Champions something or other, they have Echoes of Empire, and they have this last expedition thing. All, all of them are some level of playable at some time, but each one, their economics are slightly different. Um, Town Star had some interesting economics until it didn't. And then, um, and so then they kind of put a hold on that. And then now Spider Tanks has come out. And we could say that this is kind of a lessons learned kind of economics, but it's kind of not what people expected. Townstar, there's some great economics. People are making shit tons of money every day. And then it kind of fizzled out. And then uh, Silk or Spider Tanks, they kind of went the opposite direction. And people aren't making a lot. And maybe it's, maybe the, t the coin price is going to come up to kind of balance that out. Who knows? But they, they seem to be a lot more tight fisted with, uh, spider tanks than they were with town star. But anyway, so the new games coming out, uh, the last expedition coming out, I don't know as much about the tokenomics with that, but from what I understand, if you have a node, you get NFTs, you get these like license NFTs, for servers and they will reward you with gala in that game it's like okay so it's not going to have a token this i'm thinking it's not going to have one uh echoes of empires is going to have a token called dust i don't know if that's that's probably not going to happen during their alpha which is very soon and that champions thing that's out right now you could go to gala games website and play it there's no mm -hmm. nfts in that at the moment no tokens no tokenomics yet, even announced for it. Champions Arena. Champions Arena. Yeah. So it seems to me that they're trying several different angles to see what sticks or what will work. And I have a feeling that, well, right now, I think that you're just going to see spider tanks until the next one comes online. I, I bet they're going to do them one at a time to kind of learn from their mistakes. Um. It's kind of funny because the spider tanks economy is kind of what people were thinking with the town economy when it first started. It's like, okay, you'll get some money. Uh, town just happened to be so out of balance uh, that you were, that the people who, who had the NFTs were getting just fuck tons of money every day. Well, it was, I mean, town was really simple. It literally was just a printing machine. Yeah, it literally. Well, they, they were planning to put sinks into the game, but then they never did. The and the large accounts didn't even have to play. I know this because I was a large account. I would sit on there for work maybe five minutes a day after the first day. When yeah, I spent 20 stuff. minutes to get it set up. And then it was like I'd sit in there, collect my stuff. And there it is. And I collect. And so and so you obviously that economy doesn't work. Well, you need a sink. You need to need to have a reason to spend the town. And they're like, yeah, we'll get to that eventually. But then they never did. And I think I think the delay in development is what broke the economy. They they would have it probably would have worked had they gotten you could buy things with town in the game. But we'll never know. Um, a little trivia about that. Uh, just before we got on, actually, just before we got on this cast, 
um, a, a little bird showed me somewhere on the blockchain where uh, a whole fuck ton of town got burned, like over a few million dollars million. worth of town. 80 million? 80 million, I think. Okay, 80 million town. That's a lot of money. Um, But why was it burned? So, okay, so there's a few questions I have here. One, I thought they weren't going to burn town. Two, why would they need to burn town? Uh, Now, I think it's obvious. Town is being burnt so that they can somehow stabilize the economy. But... (laughs) I, I'm having stabilize the economy. I'm, I'm having the trouble words for pump the token. Well, I'm I'm having trouble <laughs> with the need to burn. I mean, you need the token to play the game, right? Just play the goddamn game and then make it so that the yeah. token can be spent, and then it should balance out eventually, right? Right. Well, you have to have you have to have an actual economy with the with the token, right? There was no economy with Townstar. It, all it was was you got a token for playing a game. That's not an economy. An economy is something where there's stuff that is bought and sold and it moves within the ecosystem. And there was nothing there. Spider Tanks actually has some stuff that's implemented so far for Silk to be moved within the ecosystem. And it's and it's revolved around within that ecosystem. And there's more to come with, with Spider Tanks. It's very convoluted. It's very crazily de- deep. And don't ask me to explain it because I'll go to sleep. But it's it, it, it might... It might work out as we've 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 uh, spider webbed it within the office to see what it actually looks like. It looks decent, but we got to see it full force. I think there's what maybe I'd love to see the daily active users. Is there a hundred people? Is there a thousand people? How many people are playing? So, and then when that opens up to ten thousand, a hundred thousand people, what does that look like? So, um, Townstar, you can't even call it an economy. It was just literally a token that was on that was on a blockchain. That was it. It did nothing. I don't even think you could buy anything with town coin back then either. Yeah. So, I mean, you could buy NFTs in the store. So they technically had a a gameplay loop. It's like the the loop was simply just to gain more town. Not at first. It took them a while to implement that. Yeah. It took them a long while. Trust me. So that's, that's the unfortunate part too, is, is they, they put it out before they were ready. And I think that that basically, People bought. A, people started doing. They started acquiring a lot of towns. So everybody else saw that people were getting a lot of towns. So they wanted to buy a town and speculate on. It, and that's why the price was really high, because they, they they weren't very far. They weren't done yet, and I don't know. Um, maybe they should have just done that a different way. And I think they realized it and they just shut down the whole thing before. If they don't care about the price, why would it matter? Why should they have to shut down the the coin awarding system? I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem I'm having with town is the fact that they valued things in their store. They're like, you can buy this for five hundred thousand town, and they they're, they they pick, they pick, fixed it to the dollar. It's like, well, whatever town is in dollars, that's how much you know. This is always going to be five thousand dollars for this NFT. So whatever mini town that that is, well, with the price going down and then fixing the prices to the to the dollar, well, that's not going to work. Why not just leave it in town? Well, you're talking about something that none of it worked. Like literally none of that worked. So it was a pure experiment in a bull market that in the beginning, everybody was like, this is amazing because it was a bull market. So it wasn't an actual economy. So now we're looking at waiting for 
uh, more players to show us what this town or sorry, this spider tanks economy can be supposedly towns coming on next month, right? Early next year, next month with their new economy, with their new token, their, or sorry, new tokenomics. The token's the same. Sorry. Well, okay. So, so town has been the, the town distribution has been shut down for the town nodes and for the people with NFTs. And for the last few months now, they've been selling NFTs that do not earn town. In fact, they're no longer. I don't believe they're longer any longer selling NFTs that earn town. And that's kind of interesting because now it, it, that's completely changed. That means for the most players, if you want to earn anything with Townstar, you're just going to have to be really good at the game, you know, to, to place within the top 600 or something. And if so, and if you have NFTs. Well, you're gonna you're sitting pretty. <laughs> so I mean you'll still make the money. I mean, it could be five dollars a day, but at least you're getting it. Yep. For yeah. uh, for for jerking your crank. <laughs> so why in the beginning with Gala, why bring on town? When we first uh when you know Gala first came out and Town Star was there, you were gonna have the uh farm bot that was gonna mine what was it? Uh, box, box coin. coin, box coin. I'm gonna mine mm-hmm. box coin, and that was gonna be the in-game token. They <laughs> took that away, and it was gonna be, you know, Gala. Actually, the box token was gonna be redeemable into Gala token. So it was gonna box token. I think was gonna be just a database token, and then it was gonna be redeemable into the Gala token. And then all games were gonna be using Gala uh, as their as their base token. You know, gives Gala a use case. Why not use a single token? for all games. I know Faz has a lot to say on this. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a trigger word for me. So <laughs> well, well, can I I want to preface something really quickly. Oh, go ahead. Before you go all ahead. Right. Unload. Just so everybody knows he's wrong. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so Nate here has has a uh, a degree in economics from Harvard if I understand correctly, right? So Yes. Multiple okay. actually like And uh, well the good news is I have multiple degrees in economics from harvard too and no i'm lying obviously um so we're we're just a bunch of idiots here just uh that that's that's our catchphrase here is we're idiots with a microphone we're people that that are, are are seeing some some things going on and giving some common sense reactions to it i hope to get some actual econo- economists on on this show eventually to talk about this but here's my two cents um <clears throat> having a coin for each economy is good because if you need to tweak, it, it keeps the the economy of that game uh, encapsulated with that coin. Um, <clears throat> if value is going in the game, it goes into that coin. If it goes out of the game, it leaves that coin. That kind of thing. Great. That makes sense. If you start using one token for multiple games, maybe if you're going to use Gala. Oh, well, yeah, if you use Gala. Then you can start doing things like, I don't know, make a whole bunch of money in game one and then go buy a whole bunch of shit for game three. And what you're essentially doing is, as as Gala has said with spider tanks, stealing value out of a game and then That's the point. putting it in another one. Well, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, don't you're, talk to me. I'm not the uh, one you should yell at. Okay, so... So basically, you'd be transferring value from one game to another, and that's why I'm—I I can see what you're doing. <laughs> you're transferring oh, camera. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're not used to that. See, I still have the camera off, so you can't see me flipping you off, picking my nose. <laughs> anyway, 
so if you have one coin, you can start doing these shenanigans where you can, I don't know, do something in game one where they, they maybe the economy is fucked up a little bit, earn a lot of money, and then go spend it all in game three, in which case you're fucking up that economy. But if you have separate coins, it's harder. There's a market in between these games, and then <clears throat> there's there's a little bit of a buffer there. It also gives you ability to do, I, I call them economic levers. Each of these coins are an economic lever in and of themselves. You could you could burn these coins to uh, to change the economy or to affect the economy. Uh, each of these games have their own NFTs and so on. So I like the idea. What's up with the the light in your office there, Nate? I don't know. It keeps getting brighter. And anyway, front of it. Uh, so. So with the separate coins, at least you have an ability to kind of encapsulate some stuff. But this is my non-economics professor, you know, Nate knows all answer here. Um, I'm thinking it's harder to steal value from one game. And I say harder because there's probably still a way. Um, I'm fine with them doing gala for some games and unique tokens for another. I have a feeling that that's what they're going to do. A uh, new game comes online and they want to have their own token? Fine. Let them have their own token. Another game comes online, they don't want to manage that stuff? Fine. Use Gala. Hell, you could pay people in USDC. Who cares? But we all know it's going to be Gala at least. Um, the question is, so Gala has ostensible reasons for doing it. And then there's the reasons that we all know, which is, well, we want to make sure that the economy is good. And the, the reason we all know is, boy, that's going to affect the token price. So if you burn 80 million town, yes, that's going to affect the token price. Now, they, they might say, well, the economy is not balanced and so on. Well, yeah, it's not balanced because the shit you got to buy is priced to the dollar, which means you got to manage the price. So I, I'm this is the part I don't understand that I'd really like to hear an economist say, oh, no, they're doing it right. They're, 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 they're managing economies correctly. No, it's not a security. They're not just printing money. That's what I want to hear, but I don't know all the answers here. So that's that's my two cents, my triggered two cents. And Nate can now tell me of all the ways in which I'm wrong. All Go! You're up. All of the ways? <laughs> is that an answer? <laughs> no. I, I, I think there is um, definitely an opportunity to have tokens for each game. There's There's no reason you can't. But I'm arguing... Why not, when you have a circulating supply of 50 billion uh, tokens, why not utilize that token as the utility token? Uh, you, the in-game token only has to be a database token. It doesn't have to be a token that is tradable on the open market. What that does is creates different aspects of volatility. You have people that are buying it purely on investment purposes and not the actual in-game purpose itself. Um, so the but database doing, but if you do that, okay, uh, if, if you have an in-game token and in town star, I believe they're called stars. If you have an in-game token that you're earning and spending, and then you could eventually turn into gala, aren't you then managing the exchange rate? I mean, you can peg the exchange rate to whatever you want. What I'm getting at is again, if you have an in-game, well, that's the, the, the peg is, is the thing. If they peg it to the dollar and mm -hmm. this is not a, and this is not a market traded token, then they can say, well, okay, that's 1000 stars for one gala. Oh, no, we changed our mind. Now it's 1500 stars for one gala. That's so, an exchange rate that they're, that they're managing yeah. and there's yep. no market doing it. 
So uh, EVIO does the same thing right now. It's a database token, and for every 10,000 E is equal to $5, 5 US dollars, distributed to you in Seoul. Whatever the price of Seoul is, and the $5 at that point in time is distributed at that, at that rate. Super simple, super easy. Okay, so what we, we don't know what Talonstar is going to do, but we do know what Spider Tanks does. And Spider yeah. Tanks, I, well, we, we know the concept, and the concept is if uh, they have about 50 goddamn different weights and measures to, to say if you earn victory points, how you earn them is how much you get. And so I think if you're if you're you're winning a match with with other tanks, you get one silk per thousand victory points. But if you uh, if you have a node, you actually get less. <laughs> there's there's no incentive for having a node. Um, so if you have a node or or you have other things, then you 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 can it adjusts that. And I believe your level of your tank matters. Like if you have a legendary versus an ancient, you're going to get more victory points. Your level matters too. Mm -hmm. As in like, are you a deity? Are you whatever type of situation that matters? Well, getting back to the point of this, the, the single token, right? So you're trying to bring developers in and you're trying to, to produce these games and these developers coming in, they don't want to rely on the gala token. First of all, they want their token. Because whoever creates the token gets the greatest benefit of that token. So if if you have these developers that come in, they're like, look, we, we don't want to be dependent on the other 45 games that you have on this platform. We want the profits and we want the, the control over a token, a single token for this game. The second part of that is when you create a new token, it creates an opportunity for Gala to make a lot more money as well because that creates an economy out of nothing, right? Yeah. So if you have this Gala, if, if, if you have one standard token for an entire platform and all these games and one game maybe isn't doing so good, yes, you're going to have the ability to then, you're going to transfer that Gala over. It's not like that Gala is lost. And it's not like one game is going to sink it. And you you argue, oh, well, we're going we're gonna to suck the life out of this game for a new game. That's called reality. If there's another game that's way better that people want to spend their tokens on, let them spend their tokens. Go back to that game that sucks, grab the developer by the back of his hair and say, you better make this better and bring some money back into this game. Make it so people want to spend money. Because guess what I do in real life? I spend my real life tokens on the games I like to play. Bing. Right. So the gala essentially transfers all that risk to the players, right? And they're they're pushing as much risk onto the players. So with, with town, for example, right? Right now, they're trying to suck all that town in. They're they're putting Every building you could imagine, I could I could go buy a winery, right, for two hundred and fifty town tokens or whatever that two hundred fifty dollars worth of town tokens. They're trying to suck all this back in, right? They make their money on the tokens, and the lower the supply of tokens and the more that they accumulate, the better it is for them. Is that better for the player or is that better for Gala? 
Of course, it's better for Gala. Yeah. So, so it, this isn't an us against them. But here's the thing. If they're going to sell us NFTs that we're going to use in a game that cost us $1,500, they need to do a little bit better with all that risk that we're taking on a token they created that they're profiting on already. And they're going to pay out 12 tokens that's worth 18 cents. Nobody's going to want to do it. That's how they spread that risk around. If you had one single yep. token and their game sucks, they've got to fix it. They've got to do something. It Where it's all separate tokens, it doesn't matter. They're still making money on everything. So remember, that when there's multiple tokens, it's about them. It's not about the player. If you want to be player-centric, go with a single token. Um, I hate to interrupt, but uh, I, I see something on our private chat here. About Twitter files part two. Somebody uh, posted that. Could somebody? Uh, I'm on it. On? I'm on it. But it's the, they haven't started. They sit their Twitter files part two. We're gonna have to have a Twitter second show on this. I know, right? It's uh, hopefully it's probably not. Well, we have tomorrow. <laughs> so okay, Faz Radio is two days a week right now. We have Thursday and Friday. Thursday we have Nate on, and uh, he, he impresses you with, with his today. economic knowledge. Yeah, well, you haven't said shit about Dow, so I, I I figured it was done for. No, Dow's not done for. We're just waiting on on uh, some information on uh, how we can move forward because of all the regulation garbage. So, so okay, this is a good question, and, and uh, yeah. fair fair disclosure. Uh, I'm actually part of this Dow thing. I, I'm part in in the fact I'm interested and I'm I'm helping. I, I haven't gotten a dime from that, uh, but then again, nobody is. Um, hey, I'm Nate. <laughs> Nate's, Nate's kind of facilitating everything and then I think he wants to step back a little bit but um, so my question is how do you know all this shit's legal because I, I crypto law is is very kind of well I'm not sure if there is a law but crypto seems to be kind of between the lines with, with a lot of established law out there how do you know that you're not going to start up this DAO and then you know get sued like, and then have to shut like it down. everything in life man everything in life is you're taking your best guess on what you're going to do right you get in your car you drive to your office and you and hope that you'll make it there <laughs> not hope you know you're making you're making informed decisions of how you're driving and who you're you know where you're going and hopefully paying attention and you're making your best guess on how you want to get there and survive the travel there or what food you're going to eat Sorry. Okay. Okay. I, I, I had a little diatribe that I, I wrote this morning about, look, uh, the, the people that are getting into crypto right now, the businesses that are getting into crypto right now are doing very risky things that will pay off in spades if everything goes their way. And they're hoping that they can make enough money to where if, if laws get more clear, they could pivot and then they can be a first mover. If the laws don't get more clear or they go after them, then that's the risk. And then they get shut down and probably have to pay a lot of money like the SEC wants to do. Um, I feel like there's enough interest in the world and in uh, I'll say in the world for crypto. But the United States kind of doesn't like the fact that they're a bit late to the party. And I think they're trying two things simultaneously. One is we got to slow this shit down or shut it down until we can get control over it. And two. They want to, they, well, part of getting control is, is they want to get into it too. 
They, they want to make sure that they're well positioned. But they're they not just want accountability. That. That's all yeah. they want is so they can calculate their how much money they can make in tax. Well, there is I'm, accountability on a blockchain. You can see every goddamn thing that's there right now. Unless well, it's like Monero, I don't have a problem. What, what's your problem? Here's the thing. And if you say sh they don't want to shut anybody down, unless you're completely egregious, they don't want to shut anybody down because guess what you're doing? You're generating them income. But they want to make sure that you're doing it within their rules. And so, yeah, go down the route of the Dow. Make sure we're doing everything that we hopefully are thinking is going to be the right way in what guidance has been given to us. And if they come back to us and they say, hey, this was wrong, they're not going to shut us down uh, because we're not trying to do anything. Heard, from what we've heard with Ripple, they don't come and tell you what's wrong. They didn't go to Coinbase and say, this is wrong. They simply said enforcement action i mean it's it's like like a policeman on the on the, the the curb that you 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 drive up you say hey can i park here and the policeman says park here and find out that's what the sec does right now so i i don't see how well, this can why? be any kind of normal situation is, i mean the ripple the ripple scenario is completely different though like i mean ripple itself is you know it's out there trying to take away from the power that they have Right. That was their whole goal in the first place. So, they're, yeah, they're, they're going to be, they're, they're they're, be incredibly more uh, aggressive against Ripple than they are against a DAO that is trying to, you know, better the players out there and allow them to have access to different NFTs. But all XRP is KYC. Everybody who bought the first XRP or got the first XRP, we all know who matter. they are. And so it's, you could follow the transfers. It's about what it's about what Ripple's trying to do. Okay. Ripple is trying to disrupt the entire banking system. They're not the remittances, all the, the remittance industry. Yeah, they're is. not going to let that happen. So that's that's where you're looking at these things wrong, right? Like if you're going into a situation where, yeah, you're trying to disrupt the system and disrupt what's going on and how they do that, yeah, they're going to be 100% in your face and they're going to do everything they can. And we're seeing that come out with the Ripple stuff where there was, I mean, they've been, you know, the SEC has been incredibly uh, unethical in a lot of the stuff that they've done, right? But they're doing it for a reason. They're doing it because it's threatening them and it's threatening everything that they have built their stuff on. A DAO that benefits the little guy, they're not going to come. And especially, again, if we've documented everything that we're trying to do forthright and being upfront with what current regulations are with what we're trying to do, they're not going to shut you down. Well, maybe they will. I can't say they're not. But that's our best guess that we can do. We can go about it and say, hey, we're trying to do this the right way so we can help other people out. And if they well, they're trying to say that every single coin outside of Bitcoin is a security. And the only reason Bitcoin is not is because, frankly, they don't have anybody to sue. Well, yeah. that's the whole point, right? So with with the Dow, no one's going to lie, cheat or steal. And if you do, you're that's that's just going to get caught anyway. Right. So there's there's where the problem is. If if it's done right and the accounting is there and you pay the amount of tax that you're supposed to pay and you do the disclosures you're supposed to give, there's not much they can find wrong with that. There really isn't. OK. Are you expecting me to? Oh, oh we, we have a, uh, something just popped up on the chat here. I saw that. I don't even know what this I'm is live at. three minutes ago. A new Twitter files investigation reveals that teams of Twitter employees built blacklists, build blacklists, prevent 
disfavored tweets from trending and actively limit the visibility of entire accounts or even trending topics all in secret without informing users. Well, I kind of knew that. Yeah, this is stuff that was known, but it was never proven, right? Like everybody's like, I've been exactly. ghosted. I have a ghosted account. And everybody's like, eh, you don't have a ghosted account. You're just saying that. You just suck. Nobody wants to follow you. <laughs> but in reality, <laughs> but in reality, that's that's what we're seeing, right? There was actual ghosted accounts that were, you know, pointed at certain individuals. There's gonna be more coming. I'll post when I see it. If so I'm we're, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be live live updating the the the, the tweets here, live tweeting. Hopefully, we'll see. You the know, they, they, Elon went and fired his uh, his head lawyer, I think it was, the guy who was going through uh, the original Twitter files and figuring out what to post, and they found out that he was not only withholding things, but deleting some of the most incriminating uh, data so that it would it would be gone because they found these big gaps in these email chains and things like that. And he was the only person who had access, I guess, to all of the data. Weren't they naming so, names though? They were absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of that, I mean, it's, it's horribly damaging and you know how bad it is because the MSM, the mainstream media right now refuses to talk about it. If this was like well, going the other direction, well, well if it was the other direction, they'd be all over it. If, if I, I, I wouldn't Trump. say that. I, I wouldn't say that. I think the mainstream oh, media has its. Well, we're not going to get into <laughs> politics or anything like that. So it's you can not just hang politics, it up. but it depends on who it is, right? So, so this is like exposing them for for what they've done, and they don't want that out there. Well, None okay, I can I can there. tell you as a former computer professional that uh if if something was deleted there's a way to undelete it so you you've got to be very very active you've got to you've got to try really hard to delete this stuff uh there are policies pol email retention policies that that are required by law that they must have so they'd have Ooh, to delete it not only delete it from <laughs> there there but it has to maybe it was deleted a long time ago uh the so there, there should be some records of that somewhere. Well, but, you would hope. Well, and so what I'm saying is if, if these emails and things are, are completely, completely, totally scrubbed, that took some doing and that person's going to get prosecuted okay. after they're fired. So stay tuned on that. Oh, there's a third one now. This is, this is going to be fun. We're going to be here all night. Nate, you're going to be here <laughs> all night, right? I'm not. I'm leaving <laughs> in about 15, 20 minutes. So <laughs> Twitter... Twitter once had a mission, quote, to give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without barriers. Along the way, barriers nevertheless were erected. Okay, that's that's just what the fuck. That's that's nothing. That's it's, just it, this is like the slow thing. They're gonna milk this until like two in the morning. Well, hey, we're what's milking your, it too, aren't handle? we? <laughs> Titan, what's your what? Twitter handle? I forget. Me? Titan? Yeah. Pretorian. Yeah, unknown deviant. Unknown, unknown deviant. Yep, unknown deviant. That's me. And now we know that you are. You're a known deviant now. That's what I started on CFA with was unknown deviant as well. And, and he came uh, up with this weird, really weird Praetorian well, Titan bullshit. Right. Well, no. So, so 
back in the day when when my 15 year old was five he got his first xbox right and of course he didn't know what the hell he was doing i never played on an xbox and it's like create a name and i always loved 300 the movie 300 so i'm like praetorian praetorian titan bing and i i entered that and that's my xbox name so i thought that was really cool the more i got into it and so i said all right enough with the unknown deviant because faz was bitching that that was too many syllables and everything else <laughs> so i did praetorian titan faz and then he one bitched more. he goes he goes you went from eight syllables to five you still got to get down to like one and i'm like fine fuck you i'll put titan on here Thank stop you. it there you go see <laughs> see at least i'm consistent nate uh, can't think that i'm just going after him personally <laughs> you said that to me and i can't remember what i replied back to him but i Something think like it was funny yeah it was funny one back that was like seven or eight i was like how about this one right <laughs> hey i'm only trying to help it's it's you're you're doing damage to yourself see faz yeah. is a single syllable everybody knows who the fuck faz is who the fuck is forged in crypto i mean jesus christ that's so many syllables that by the time you get done saying you've forgotten what the fuck it is you're right but the real reason here is I don't give a shit. Okay. I'm just here to have fun. That's, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> all right. The people that, that want to refer to him, they can refer to him as forged. There you go. That's that's good enough, go. man. And actually, a lot of people do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, what what is it that that we're gonna do with all of this uh, this tokenomics stuff? Are we coming up with <clears throat> solutions, well, or are wanna, we just kind of well, waiting until it? Waiting until they figure it out and and then rip them a new one. Well, let me ask you a question: Is Miria doing a one token uh, economy for all their games? I, I don't follow Miria. I don't like them. Uh, <laughs> they sent me some really bad vibes. I've researched them twice, and I didn't like it either time. But I'm glad you brought that up because um, we recently, uh, thanks to you, Nate, you you called out a couple of people on Twitter uh, for some some other. Uh, gaming platforms to look at and one of them is hopefully going to be coming on the show soon so playable old bull yeah, yeah. is the yeah, guy playable. who does that um hopefully he'll come on and and talk with us here but i did the research on that and initially uh from what i was watching it's going to be a one token platform with a caveat like two days ago they came out with a youtube short and he jumped on there and in the short, he says, yeah, we're, we've looked at the gala situation and um, we're going to change our tokenomics. And then this 30 seconds was up and it blipped off and there's not a goddamn thing else you can see on there. It's the mystery. So, they wanted mystery. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what the hell they're doing, but well, that's a great, great reason to talk to them, I guess, and I, find out I, and say, I, hey, what's going yeah. on? I hope they come on here. Um, I know. Uh, yeah, I've been chatting with them a little bit to hopefully get them on here. Um for multiple reasons. One, there's a few things I do like that they're trying to implement. Um, the DAO for each game, I think is phenomenal. Like have a, basically have, those, good, have a community man. be a part of that. Um, I, I did not see that short. I don't think they need to hitch their wagon to Gala. I think they need to unhitch that wagon and stop uh, either. So the, the short hitches their wagon to Gala? I thought they said you know, something like, we're not Gala. Oh, I, the way it made it sound was they said, "Oh, Gala's changing, or we're Gala's changing their tokenomics." So we they've, are too. they've studied it. So so apparently, and I'm I'm paraphrasing here, right? So they had come up with the idea for their platform from what he was saying in one of his interviews. His 
children had bought a gala note. They wanted to make a crypto investment. They bought a gala note because they love gaming. And so after buying the node, they said, oh, well, we can make a gaming platform ourselves. You know, one of those, hey, how hard can this be kind of things. <laughs> um, and so they decided to get into it and they used Gala's modeling for their node network and how they wanted to set things up. The only difference at that point was that they were only going to have the one token, the bull token that would run platform wide. They had realistic goals that they talked about, adding anywhere between three and five games a year to that platform. They were going to be a publisher. They had thought about doing some developing. They created a team around them after they sold, I think it was like 4,000 nodes, 3,500, 4,000 nodes. Um, and they kind of hit the, the bear market here. They hit the winner uh, they had talked about. Uh, in the interview that they had put the money away to make sure that they were going to survive the winter. And the only red flag that I heard in that interview was he took the assets from uh, the sales of those, converted it to USD and put the money in the bank. So there's nothing we can see. There's no transparency whatsoever right. with on-chain assets, which it could be an innocent mistake from somebody who is getting into gaming development for the first time. I, you know, you can only speculate. Well, that's, 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 I'm, I'm interested in, in, I'd really like to hear from playable, like how they plan to manage scaling things up. That would be really interesting because oh, if yeah. they are, if they are going to have several games and they're going to have a single token, um, how is this managed? How are these games going to be onboarded? Are they developing them all themselves or are they, they're going to be, making partnerships with other people. Um, and then there's, there's a step from developing. I, if you ever want to sound smart as a software developer, you just sit back and say, will it scale? And, and I, I'm not asking this for that reason. It's just a joke, but I am interested in knowing fine, they can get one game out and they'll do one game, but I want to know how they're going to manage multiple games because as we're seeing with Gala games, they get Townstar out. They're going with Townstar. They start running into some problems. They get, they get spider tanks out. And you see them changing their, their their goals all the time. It's like, we're going to have one token. We're going to have many tokens. We're going to have this. We're going to have that. And it's like, okay, what's your plan? And it's it's kind of apparent that the plan is changing and that there's that there's no real roadmap. Does does Playable have a roadmap? I, I'd like to hear about it. I think that uh, I think people want to want to are very interested in knowing how it works. No, I, I definitely want to hear. I mean, when it first came out, my first initial was... Uh, I mean, I think this was a year ago when I remember seeing it. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but was, you know, oh, this is kind of a scam, uh, you know, and it was immediately out there. Their website was a little bit janky. Uh, there was not much on there for, uh, you know, who was behind the project. They had modeled all their stuff on Gala's tokenomics with the nodes, the same amount of nodes. The were they selling and, something at the time? Because it'd be a scam if they were selling something, but. They're yeah, selling, selling just nodes. Yeah, that was oh, it. just nodes. But it was like the idea of what they were doing was like, we're just going to do what Gall is doing. Now, the reason I brought it back up, the reason I brought it back to fruition was it's the bear market and they're not gone. So normally your scams are out at this point in time. Um, not to say that they're going to be great, not to say that they're you know doing fantastic things, but they're here. 
and are they building and what are they building and how are they moving forward with it? That's definitely something that I would like to see. And I know a lot of people that are listening would like to, you know, hear about and see what's going on for sure. Oh, I don't doubt that. Um, and, and so it, it's like this grassroots thing. It's him and his wife and his two kids that are the founders of playable, which kind of sits you funny, but in the in the one interview I watched, he said, "You know what? My kids are the ones that are attracted to these games, right? They they want fun games, and if my kids will play it, they're the ones who choose kind of what games they want to buy into the studios and have them develop." And he says, "If my kids will play these games, since they're so into games, I think it has a good chance of becoming a su successful game." And I I sat back and I went, "You know, it's not a horrible idea." But at the same time, Faz and I have argued about this. The kids ultimately aren't going to be the ones spending the money in game, right? And it's going to be really hard if they don't set it up correctly. The you know, hey dad, can I have eleven hundred dollars for this NFT? You know, seriously? That no. But for normal kids, if they develop these games and they they take it from that aspect. I think that that is a great way to at least find some games that are decent and might be fun to play. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope right. they come on. Um, but definitely, uh, I'll let them know that we talked about them a little bit on this show if they're not listening already. Yeah, they should They should to... listen to the show and, and see. We're, we're just interested. We want to know what's going on. We have, a, we have a small but loyal group, and these things do get around. We're now on... Apple Connect, where we have Podbean, which distributes us to Amazon, Spotify, everywhere else. And these videos are going to be looked at years from now. Uh, people are going to people are going to want to know about these things. You can refer back to, yeah, we were doing this back in the day, and we we well, here, go check this video out to to learn more information. The the beauty on this too is is all these interviews that I watched with Old Bull. He's the one who does most of the uh, most of the interviews. It's like the same questions over and over. Tell us about Playable. Oh, what's a node? Well, the people who listen to us already have that down. We're, we're yeah. way past that. We can get into the meat of really what is going on, where you want to go. And the, the audience will understand those deeper thoughts and those, those deeper ways of getting your information out there, um, which... I don't see has happened yet. So this is a fantastic opportunity to add on to something and have something new, new content on playable out there. Agreed. Well, this also what, when Titan and I were talking about this subject today, it, it actually brought up a good point. We've been doing Faz radio for what year and a half now, almost two years, 21 months, I believe. So we have, a lot of previous shows and what we're not doing is we haven't really referred to past shows or highlighted to people what we're what we've actually talked about and who we've talked with in the past we've talked with a number of uh, different personalities and uh we have some information out there that i think that we should start presenting like when we when we do a show if we're if we're talking about i don't know town star economy we should go back to the the original one where we started talking about town star economy for the first time you know what what their original plans were and stuff, and then you'd be able to see the changes. Well, that's a good thing. And and also what I wanted to put out um, is also if you go back in our archives and go back, you know, 12, 14 months, some of that stuff that we talked about back then is no longer relevant today. Things have changed a lot. <coughs> Aqua goat. 
Yeah, things have changed. <laughs> that was a hoot, man. Oh my god. Aqua goat. So so nowadays don't rely on information that's too horribly old as part of your research. You want to do the the new stuff. We brought up like playable today. If you go back in Discord, you know, 12 months, you might see some stuff on that. It's dramatically different now. Okay. So do your well, research. Well, we've, we've learned, we've been learning things since then. And at the time, when when you have so little information, the first thing you are going to think is it's a scam. So I, I think maybe, you know, Nate, Nate made a good point there. He's, when you first read it, all you see is just, just one thing. Uh, right. People... My, my my two cents from running CryptoFaz Academy for about two years is that everybody on the Academy really wants to dig into these subjects. What the hell is this site about? I went on this site. I found two things. Why the fuck would I want to buy one of these things? And so that's then we and then you get two or three people who start getting really into it. They start doing a lot of research and they're like, ah, actually, if you look on the blockchain, if you see this here, if you see that there. And well, you were, you were just saying, Titan, how you were doing some research and finding finding other videos. We post that stuff on CryptoFaz Academy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's something we're developing now. We want to get that up and rolling at the same time. Um, I'll have a little bit more time here coming up, and there's a lot of things on my plate, but I'm going to kick that out. No. <laughs> it's no. worth mentioning. It... <laughs> sorry. It's it's worth <laughs> mentioning that Faz Radio came out of CryptoFaz Academy. We started the Discord and we got it people got so interested in the information they said, you know, can you start a podcast because I don't have time to to read all that shit on Discord. Can you actually just kind of refine some of the stuff? So a lot of the stuff we bring up we've been talking about in the last week on the Discord. Yeah, well, I mean it, the community is fantastic for bringing this stuff up and oh, Nate yeah. with you bringing up these 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 things we we're like oh hey we we talked about that at some point it's good to revisit a lot of these cuz a lot has changed and i hadn't seen it for some reason they just popped up on twitter for some reason i didn't follow them or anything at the point in time and i remembered them i'm like oh damn they're still around and that was right. that they must the they so, must not be shadow banned anymore by gala by by twitter <laughs> by twitter exactly <laughs> But I wanted to bring up one thing, and that's you talk about, you know, don't go too far back. I mean, you can and it, you can look at it as more of like a progression type of situation because crypto changes so damn fast. I, go a year ago. A year ago, we were in like the euphoria of the bull market still. You know, oh we were still like it was amazing. You know, things are crazy. This is going to be so great. And now fast forward 12 months, 12 freaking months, you know. And it's, it's insane. This was, I remember this in 2017, 2018. It was like things change so fast. So don't get too comfortable and make sure you're keeping up to date on all your information. So, but absolutely, I posted some stuff for you. I'm going to, I'm going to dip out. I've got to get going. So always a pleasure, Nate. Thanks for hanging out today. Hey man, it was a good time. You guys take care. See ya. All right. Let's, let's, let's boot this guy from the cast. Oh, damn it. He left before I could boot him. All right. <laughs> uh, he, God, he did... you know you're so you're so mean to him. I swear. What? No, what why do you uh, have to I, I do want to say. Well, I'm I'm just giving him trouble. Uh, I, I think <laughs> both both me and him grew up in in similar circumstances, and and uh, I personally, when whenever I like somebody a lot, I insult them. So hopefully, he doesn't take too much insult from that. I don't think he does because he he gives it right back to me later. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, he's he is the uh, you know part of part of Nerd Node, and uh, he's he's paying some of the bills right now. So uh, we we are very thankful for that. 
Yeah, that that sponsorship means a tremendous amount to us. Um, it's allowing us to expand and not only get some better platforms, but uh, potentially some uh, better equipment and potentially allow us to branch out and make some new contacts. And we think he does have a fantastic product as well. And neither of us are users at this point, but coming up with V3, like we were talking about with Galanodes, V3 so far has not proven to be very stable. So that would be, uh, I think, for a lot of us, our first uh, toe dip into nerd nodes. Well, there's actually a, a good circumstance I had last year because I live in Oregon and we had a big storm in February of 2021 and it knocked out power to a lot of a lot of a lot of Oregon for several days and where I was we were out of power for 9 days and yes I bought a generator um <laughs> so the I was fine with the generator but of course I was only running just like a refrigerator and a microwave and it was 30 degrees outside so it was it was very cold and um boy be, I run my nodes at home so it, it would be nice to have some place that could run the nodes. Yes, you can buy a VPS machine, a virtual machine out, out on the Internet. Uh, but if something goes down, then you're going to have to go to that machine and get things working again. And sometimes the uh, fix can be complicated. So nerd node, I believe they just take a, a small amount of, of what you're making and then you're fine. You just set it. Forget it. That'll anyway. come in handy, I think. But yep. Um are are nodes still a thing? I mean, are there are, are, are we finding that more people are still coming up with this node thing, or do you think nodes are on the decline after a lot of these projects folded up and and went away? I'm not aware of any of any projects that I follow that that the nodes have gone away or that that project is folded. Maybe you are. The, Maybe you well, are. on CFA, people were talking about yield nodes kind of taking a shit oh I, um, uh, I thought those were i thought those yield nodes and the strong nodes were uh, yeah all of those i think i don't I believe think... that they were actual like machine nodes that ran things i believe they were just like uh like reserved locations on a block string blockchain is something not i don't even think nerd node would mess with those because that's well, that's and... Not the same kind there, of node. There's different types well, of nodes out there. Yeah, well, it depends on the blockchain, too. I know that uh, if you remember when we talked to Audicity, they run on the Avalanche network, and the Avalanche network nodes are, um, are, are, aren't are nodes like you see Gala having, where it's like a software program. It's, like locations on the blockchain. Yeah, it's, yeah it gives you – your node is, is basically a wallet address, and – the software allows that wallet address to generate whatever it is that the smart contract tells it to do. So it's similar to an ETH node, um, but not quite. And some of these other ones, I, I mean, I don't even know that people come up with like the craziest ideas for these nodes. And they're, they're basically just token printing machines at this point. Well, that's, so, that's really all they're for. So game nodes, uh, with for that Gala Games does, for example, the, the whole purpose of those nodes is to run a game that then people would play. And so when you're when you're getting uh, Gala, you're, you're getting rewards for for running this node. There's other users playing games on that machine. And not yet. 
Well, they're not doing a damn thing. Hold on, on hold on. Uh, actually, in some cases, yes, but uh, that for last expedition, yes, but for all the others, no. And the last expedition was only in an alpha for they only let people do that for a short time. But in any case, um, the whole intent is for the games to run on these nodes. And if you have 50,000 nodes, then you have 50,000 servers for these games to run. And of course, you're going to be incentivized to run one because you're kind of giving CPU power. I'm interested in knowing how Nerd Node uh, deals with that. I, I, I started to talk about that, but then we went off topic. I, I'm interested because Nerd Node would have to say, okay, well, then you're going to have to buy something with X amount of CPU power. Um, and then... He's you know. assured us that those servers he has uh, will take whatever load these um, well anything these nodes will do. It, they well, test them first. They then, they order then, them and, and actually, as you put right. it, dog food them. What I'm saying is, okay, fine. Depending on how much you know, everything has a finite amount of CPUs in it. So if he has something with a hundred CPUs in it, it can run only so many nodes, and he'd have to buy more machines to scale up, which is fine. Um, he, he would just, if he got more business, he'd just be buying more machines. Um, I don't know so, what the, the top limit of, of a gallon node would need to be right now. So do you want to go down a rabbit hole or do you want to not go down a rabbit hole? Uh, about why there needs to be individual game nodes. Sure. So. The entire Ethereum ecosystem ran on 718 nodes when they were proof of work. Why, with 50,000 Gala nodes, are individual game nodes necessary? Okay, so uh, this, this is a pretty easy one. The whole point of a proof of work node is to do one thing. It's to smash numbers together to, uh, to do some work in order to uh, spit out a coin. So Bitcoin and Ethereum, when Ethereum was proof of work, now it's proof of stake. But Bitcoin and they'll see an Ethereum Classic, they do pr proof of work. It's just running computations to come up with a block of to, to be get a reward faster. Um, really, they're just heaters. They just heat the room. And if you heat the room, you get rewarded for heating the room. <laughs> um, a game node is not a heater. It runs an actual game. That means the work it does is valuable. So if you're... Mm -hmm. If you want to play spider tanks, it means if you have 50,000 nodes up and running, you have 50,000 servers. You have 50,000 right. servers of capacity to play mm -hmm. a game. That means right. you have, let's just let's just make it easy, one person per server. And that means you would have 50,000 people could play simultaneously, uh, ideally. Um, if, uh, if they scale things properly to where you can run multiple games on, on one machine... That would be even better. That I would. That's a software thing, and they'd have to write the software better to take advantage of that. Having it for each individual game, because so they have those for Gala nodes. Now each individual game is going to have its own nodes. Townstar has Townstar nodes, uh, and Spider Tank has Spider Tank nodes. That means okay, if there's one thousand Spider Tank nodes out there, you are guaranteed one thousand servers. Well, when everything's up and running, um, mm -hmm. and Townstar being overburdened can't slow down any of the spider tank games great so really the node ecosystem is really like aws or microsoft azure it's it's just a, a system of making cpus available it's just you're using mine and your cpus mm -hmm. or maybe some internet maybe maybe some rented computer online that cpu okay well you're gonna have to pay them for the cpu power 
So that's why it's different than proof of work. So if you if you have 50,000 nodes and 50 games, you can have 1,000 nodes per game. How is that not going to support play on those? Okay, that, that sounds like a very conflated question. Are it's you saying not, that you have a very simple question? Well, yes, but you said it in a conflated way. So let me try to unconflate it first. When you have 50,000 nodes, mm -hmm. you're saying that you actually don't have 50,000 nodes. You have 51,000 node game set systems, right? So really, you have a thousand of this game, a thousand mm -hmm. of that game, a thousand of that game, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's wrong with that? What was yeah. the question with it again? So yeah, you why, can do that. Why couldn't why couldn't you run games on a thousand nodes? What? How many? How you many can. nodes does? It, so okay. there's there's reasons why you can't. So okay. one, these nodes could go down. So let's just say you have a thousand nodes, and on any given time, maybe I don't know, one twentieth of them are crashing. They have communications problems. Whatever. So mm -hmm. uh, you you, you want to have a certain amount of redundancy. Um, you might set it up to where some of the nodes just do some of the work. Maybe the actual spider tank shooting and battles happens on one node resource where the CPUs are, but the music is streamed from a single streaming server. That's the way you can use the node a thousand nodes more efficiently. Uh, you wouldn't need to stream the music a thousand times. You could just do it once. Mm -hmm. I don't think they do that though. Um, so yeah, you could do it that way. And really, when you're buying a node, you're just saying, hey, I'm going to get a share of, of everything that's earned. So a game will be played on my computer. They did say with, the, with their, the, the way they set up the nodes that the better bandwidth and the higher CPU power you have, the more you'll be rewarded. So if I have a, this badass... They could badass... do that with Founders nodes too, though. They don't need game nodes to do that. Okay, yeah. Founders nodes are... are for the purpose of minting the coins and providing transactions for, for gala uh, transfers. They're, they're planning to have multiple chains and they're, and they're, they're going to need a uh, transaction node system to, to facilitate all those transactions. They're planning for the future with, with the amount of capacity that they currently have purchased. So yeah, that'll work. There, I, I'm not seeing anything wrong so far. Well, I'm not saying anything's wrong. I'm I'm just saying I I don't think these individual game nodes are necessary with how many nodes they've sold for founders nodes. Founders nodes right now aren't doing anything. I they think were, what you're trying to say, and and you're not saying well, is originally the founders nodes were going to be running the games. And no, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they well they, they are, are they were they were they were envisioned that way. They're originally going right. to be running the games and they're going to be pr producing the coins. And yeah, they decided to say, you know what? Let's split this up right now and say the founders nodes are just going to be running the ecosystem, and the game nodes are just going to be playing the games. That way, they can scale up and scale down with the games, and it not affect the transactions. That makes a certain amount of sense because. Otherwise, if you're playing, if everybody's playing spider tanks and your node ecosystem is stressed out, all of a sudden all the transactions are going slow now. So it's a good fucking idea. Yeah, they're going to uh, make money from it. Um, I know what you're saying. Is there <laughs> really a thousand people playing the game right now? Probably not. I mean, it's it's like you know buying a a, a dump truck to to move a small package. You're you're not going to need it right away. But that's what they did. That's what they sold, and that's what they have. Okay. 
I'm just asking questions here. That's all I'm doing. Well, I'm I'm giving you the most plausible answer that I can see on the face of it. There is reason to do what they're doing. I think it's obvious they're they're going a little bit overboard. But here's the catch. A little bit. Yeah. Here's the catch. If the market starts going really good, or these uh, Town Star and Spider Tanks really starts taking off, they will have the capacity already to do a lot. Actually, I think they, they won't have capacity problems. They'll have, I don't know, cr uh, problems with cross-cutting concerns. Like, okay, you you, you, you're, you just got done playing the game. Now the transaction needs to happen. Go to the transaction founder node server and do this. Oh, it dropped it. it you just lost everything you, you earned in the game because it didn't get to the transaction node. So you're going to have complex problems popping up, which I'm sure will happen once the, these node systems start getting stressed. I don't think they'll be stressed for a very long time. And then when they do, it's gonna it, it is gonna be hard to um, diagnose problems. They're they're gonna probably have to develop tools to answer issues with these nodes when they get near capacity. It's like do would, do we know when to put no, more nodes online? Now, if you recall, they do have some. Uh, there are some additional Gala nodes out there that aren't being that aren't on, and they're not being rewarded. And I'm wondering if those nodes are actually meant to be uh, to fix capacity issues. Well, and and that's ultimately what I was driving at, right? So you have founders nodes, right? The, the, they're your they're your foundation to the system, and there's only ever going to be fifty thousand, right? Great. If you ever get to that fifty thousand capacity, which I think would be extraordinarily difficult to do, there's so much capacity there; it's ridiculous. Even if you look at the node dashboard, it'll tell you how much capacity. Okay, they wait have. a minute. And Let me stop you right numbers. there. Let me stop you right there because um, if you were to buy a new house today that was triple the size of your house, you and me would walk through it, and I would, and you would say, you know, I don't think I could use any of this room. Bullshit. In three years, you'll have filled up that house. And I can, with every programming job I've had over the last 25 years, you run out of space pretty quick. In fact, the more space you have, the more irresponsible you can be. You're like, you know what? I don't need to optimize this shit. I can just put this over here. We have 12,000 nodes. We have a shitload of fuck ton of CPU power. It can handle right. it. And then you start doing all your games like that. And then, it's, so and then you, you run out of capacity and you're like, Oh, fuck. We actually have to program these things responsibly. So, right. So if you did run out of space on 50,000 nodes, right? If Gala got so huge, you know, 200,000 uh, daily active users, right? And you run out of space, you then open up overflow nodes. And there's only ever going to be 25,000 or another 50,000, and you sell overflow nodes, which then takes the stress off of that. You want to develop your own blockchain? You, you have a Jiri node that's available, right? You sell a separate Jiri node that runs all the transactions and locks into these other node ecosystems. In, to me, it's just ridiculous overkill to sell individual game nodes. I, it's not even close to necessary. I bet they did some of their calculations based upon knowledge. Because remember, um, Eric Shiremeyer, the CEO, came from Zynga. They probably know how many servers and how much CPU power is is was used for, say, Farmville. And they probably extrapolated from there. 
And if they which had, is why they came out with fifty thousand founders nodes. Hey, look, remember you're, that you're not you're you're not pinning me to the wall. I have no idea why they came up with the number. But what they could have said is, boy, Farmville, we had a hundred or two hundred different nodes running things, and it wasn't enough. So let's do it in such a way that we'll never run out of space. Um, now, what's funny is these are called founders nodes. They could still have. Okay, say they do get filled up. They could still just sell more nodes, just not call them founders nodes. Well, okay. the, the premise, they the game nodes were sold on, you know, hey, we want to segregate this out because each game then won't tax the founders nodes. We can use the founders nodes for other utility. And that's that's fine. That makes sense. It, right, but it's not even close to necessary yet. Uh, again, they won't even they won't even know how close that is until they get up and running. I, I'm going to, I'm going to have to suggest that we back off a little bit and say that we don't really understand the mechanics of running a node ecosystem right now. Me, me and you are people that do things other than, than run nodes. I have worked at a cloud company for a few years, so I have some insight or a couple cloud companies. So I have some insight of what it takes to, to manage these servers. Um, yeah, they're going like to, they're going to have to, they're, they're not at the point where they need to worry about it, and they, they have plenty of runway to get things off the ground before they run into a problem. I can't say it's a bad thing. If they manage to sell a whole shitload of nodes, great. They have a lot of runway. We need a they node have expert start... on here. Well, yeah, we do. Who's Point us to a node expert, guys. We need to get a node expert on here. And an economist. Maybe... maybe Anthony R.A. I know he's real good with that. Maybe uh, Doc. If he's still listening, um, someone who can educate us and uh, talk about nodes in general, not specifically Gala nodes, but just nodes in general and what capacity it is and with the requirements that different different games and so forth might need and, and walk us through the, the five-year-old, talking to a five-year-old version of Hey, you know, is 50,000 overkill or is it seriously in danger, uh, you know, five years well, from now? For, I, I would tell you, up? I would tell you as a, a software developer that um, it depends on what your goals are. Um, since I, I don't think that you you've managed a, a node ecosystem, you might think something's overkill when it might be, you know, fine. I mean, they're selling computers now with, with two and four terabyte hard drives. Talk to yourself 20 years ago. You'd be like, what the fuck would I do with that much space? Well, back then you <laughs> didn't. You, you yeah, didn't. I, have, I have photos now that were, were huger than, you know, my computer could. My computer 20 years ago couldn't even display a photo from today because they're so goddamn big. So, again, it's it it has to do with so many variables that we don't know about, which is how much RAM do they need? How much, how much uh, CPU power do they need? How much does the nodes provide? How do they provide? At the moment, we all know that the nodes aren't doing anything. They're, 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 they're just pingers, I believe. And they're, they're, they're trying to, they're building the stuff out as they're doing it. But they, but they have their proof of concept working. I mean, if this was a car, they got the engine running. It's just not going anywhere. <laughs> 
But that's what I mean. How can they determine they need more more game nodes if they don't even have anything running on the founders nodes to know that they'll run out of room? Well, that has to do with with your vision and your plan. So I I don't know what their what their plan their complete plan is. I mean, is their plan to have one hundred games, a thousand games, fifty thousand games? We don't know. But uh, the the whole point is if you, if you knew if you knew all these other de- these other variables, then you'd be able to 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 dial that in a bit more. Maybe that's why we need a node expert. <laughs> they can fill us in on on what that is. Like, if there's a if there's a dev out there who's worked with blockchain gaming or knows somebody who does the blockchain gaming part of it to find out what what is is okay. If you put if you put like a normal home PC, right? You know, uh, like a six core or an eight core together, uh, Intel with um, a terabyte hard drive and a decent uh, GPU processor, what what is the load that that can handle from a blockchain game? You know, can that handle 10 users, 100 users? Right, and that's the thing I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm not going to act like I'm an expert on that. I'm just, like I said, I'm just asking questions because it seems like a lot of these, a lot of these projects, and, and where I got this, what got me thinking about this it actually isn't gala this time, but it's playable, right? I'm watching the videos last night on this and it, it struck me. I'm like, wow, they they've sold like 3,500 or 4,000 nodes and they want to add, you know, three to five games a year. So how do they know that their goal, their goal having 50 games total, 50 games total, he said, is the goal. 50 games total on 50,000 nodes. How does that add up? And he's doing double A games, he said, not triple A. So the requirements shouldn't be as high, right, as a triple A game. I'm not even trying to know what a double A game is. Was it a triple A game from 10 years ago? (laughs) No, he described it in the video. He said it's a double A game. And what that means is it's a professional game but it doesn't have like the super duper high quality graphics and super motion, you know, fluid, completely fluid okay. motion. Like I just a looked it up. Game would have. I just looked it up on Gamepedia. Double A games are titles made by companies with significantly smaller budgets allocated to produce their games. So basically, yeah, here, do what you can, develop what you can for $50,000. Go! <laughs> they uh they're still developed by right. large groups of people spread across multiple offices, but they do not have the scale and reach of triple A games. So yeah, it's they have fixed budgets, which means some games the triple A games are like the 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 shock and awe, really cool. Wow, look at this. And the double A games are wow, this is pretty good gameplay. Uh there's a number of Steam games that are double A games where you could tell that one or two developers made it, but it's a really good game. Now, you're being the dev. I put this question on my list to ask you. Okay. Um, he's this, this old bull. He is, uh, he has counsel, right? So he has these gaming experts he's talked to. And one of the things that he said is uh, they learned very quickly that um, to build a game to a hundred percent, the first 90% goes very quickly and the last mm-hmm. 10% takes like three years. I right? told you that like three days ago three days okay, ago. No wait, no wait. So so here knowing that, let's 
let's apply this to something like Townstar or Mirandas. Well, let's let's apply it to your house. Okay, so no, 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 no. Let's apply this to the game. So if it takes two to three years, using that, if that's the rough formula, the the assertion then would be that they're ninety percent done with Mirandas if it's two to three years out. And they only have ten percent of the game to go. Okay, okay. And there's that's some, the hardest part. Wait, right? there's some there's some conflation here that I I, I want to clear up. So ninety percent of a game is basically just the gameplay. You you want to do one? You want to do five things? Okay, let's get all these things programmed in there. The rest is finishing. And I like to use the house because in order to buy a build a house, all you need to do is put up walls. You put up the two by fours. Put uh, put walls down and have rooms. The rest is each room has to have floor. They have to have baseboards. They have to have paint. They have to have, uh, you know, uh, plumbing, electricity. They have to have all these things. Uh, and so when you're building a game, yeah, you can, you can, uh, if it's a baseball game, yeah, you can have the pitcher throw a ball and you could, you could hit the ball across the field, but what's it look like? Well, our, our, our demo just has some basic like wireframes going on. But it's like, well, how well do I want to make this? Do I want to be able to read the numbers on their shirts? Um, that's one kind of game. Uh, do is, is it okay as an 8-bit game? That's another kind of game. If you just want an icon to, to represent a player, it's pretty easy to, to get done. But a lot of times you get it going, and then you, you do an alpha, and then people are like, this sucks. Why does it suck? Well, because graphics sucks. It's like, okay, let's go back. Let's let's go re-render all the players. Let's give them like seven times the re re resolution they had before, to where you can see the little the little wash tags on on their jerseys and stuff. And that's going to be our goal. And so there's a lot of finishing with that. You got to make textures. You got to you got to set the textures down. You got to you got to uh, well, you're going to have artists and and uh, then you're going to have a lot of different sounds. I mean, all these little things when you when you hit the ball there's not just one sound there's there's more um so there's there's all these little finishing items that really is what people like about the game and if you remove it if you play if, if you're playing the game and you do not hear the bat hit the ball you're gonna be like what the fuck this, this sucks as a baseball game i don't know when the ball is actually hitting it's out in the middle of left field you know i didn't even know to get ready for it so there's there's a lot of these these finishing are cues for when you play the game uh, Mirandis, uh, when they, when they first started showing it, it was this, this very blocky stuff. They showed you that, okay, we can 3d model characters and move them around and you've got some basic characters, but after a while, now, when you look at them, you can see that they have clothes and they have backpacks and you can see what's in the backpack and you can see the, the weapon and the weapon has some, some, uh, some detail on it, but still kind of this, this origami looking Japanese kind of thing that they're shooting for. It's just more detailed. Well, so textures, sound, everything. It takes time. Yeah, and and here's here's the concern I have with that to layer, put another layer onto this, right? So I have a pretty standard machine, right? I'm running uh, eight gig. I have a Intel uh, seven in there. I have a 250 gigabyte hard drive, and I know it's a pretty, pretty normal computer, right? I can't play Mirandus in its current version on that computer. Okay. So right? ah, let me finish. Please stop cutting me off. Let me finish. 
So I had to go down during these play tests. I got to go play on my kid's machine because he has a gaming PC, right? So if Gala is saying that they're going to have all this adoption and everybody's going to play it, and especially the third world countries, and they're going to earn their $2 a day and be able to get out of their mud hut and go to a, a stone hut instead, but it won't run on a machine that's not a $3,000 gaming machine. Yep, yep. I know what How you're is this going to scale Okay. to the user base that they want? Okay. So a lot of AAA games do scale. Um, so before I told you about textures, there's, uh, there's an indicator called level of detail or LOD to where the closer you get to an item, the, 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 the more resolution you will see. And so you, once they do that, they're like, you know what? We can actually support lesser machines if they turn down the resolution and, and, um, and make it so that they can't see as, as much detail on it. And so you, you, in the case of Mirandus, or in the case of any game, you're going to have a minimum level of detail that you'll want to present the game at. And they have decided that it's that's every game is going to have machine specifications, recommended specifications. You probably could run it on lower machines, but you wouldn't want to. And so they're like, this is our vision. It's got to be at least this detailed to run. So that's a, that's a specific choice of theirs that it will not run on your machine very well. You've got to get something newer than ninth from 1987. But However, this is where the big user adoption comes in. When Joe the mechanic, who, who only makes like $35 an hour and has a family to feed, is wanting to play Mirandas, he's got to spend $3,000 to get a good experience th on this it? Is, this has been a problem with games since games began, and, and PC, mostly in PCs. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're going to find a sweet spot and they're going to they're going to say, OK, we have determined through demographics data that most people have this on up. Uh, yeah, your grandma is going to have a piece of crap machine and won't be able to run it, but that's just meant for computer stuff. So I get what you're saying. Not everybody's going to run it. This is that's not new. That's been that's been the case with every game since, you know, the 80s. So how are they going to mass market to, quote, millions of people that will be on board when only 250,000 of them have a machine that can run the game? Well, you're making a bunch of assumptions there. Uh, they would probably use their experience in the gaming industry to target millions of people. They, they pick so, a, so what it's really saying is you have some really old fucking machines, dude. <laughs> you told me where you got them. You got them from your wife's work or something, didn't you? Yeah, they're they're old. Uh, when when companies run out of warranty, they generally just get new new machines. And all okay. of these were there, and they ran. They're two year old units that ran out of warranty. You're you're using old business machines that are not gaming machines. They don't have a need for for a, a graphics card in in you know business in in, a, in an office. You're, you're, you're just, you just need to render These a PowerPoint the document. These are the computers most people have. No, that's not true. Most people no. do not have computers that were old computers from somebody's office. Maybe not gamers, but most regular people who would play these games have normal machines. They go up to Best Buy. They spend $700 and get the Those best not the machine same they can get what for you have there is What you have there that you're buying from Best Buy is not the same thing as that you buy from a corporation. Trust me on this.
you 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 got a really you got a really really ancient kind of machine there. It's it's because it, you didn't it, pay for it, right? I no, mean, it, it runs everything. It runs everything just fine, except for certain games. Well, yeah, because it doesn't have a graphics card. It probably has this integrated chip. You need an actual dedicated graphics card if you want to play a, a game with dedicated graphics with good graphics. That's right. That, that's the the cry of the of, of the the non gamers since gaming came out. Right, and that's gonna that's gonna price a lot of people out of playing these games. That's that's again. This problem has existed since the eighties. This is not new. Um, they'll, they'll figure it out. I'm that's the least of, of my worries with, with the games. I'm worried more about playability, working with the blockchain being used. You are. Well, yeah. Cause you have a good machine. Well, then you're Remember. not their target audience. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You just got to buy a better machine and shut Listen, the fuck up. you can say the same I, thing about cars. How come my truck gets such bad mileage? Well, maybe you I've should been, get a smaller car, dude. I mean, <laughs> I, I've been pumping this from, from, summer on okay success in this industry will be user experience and if if a user has a shitty experience they're not going to spend money and they're not going to come back and if if i'm joe regular and i'm joe the auto mechanic and i come in here and i load up mirandis i go through the whole rigmarole of getting an account set up and a wallet and i i'm uh savvy enough to remember to write my seed phrase down and remember my transfer code, which is different from the password. And you get through all these hoops, you finally get in, you download Mirandas and you can't shoot an arrow into a goblin. Can, can somebody tell somebody post on the comments to tell Titan to get, to upgrade his fucking machine to stop being a cheapskate? <laughs> Cause that's really what it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's like you're buying an egg beater of a car and you're wondering why you can't tow a big ass trailer with it. Fucking buy a better machine. Well, uh, look. So uh, we're we're talking about mass adoption, though. That's that's where I'm going. Well, yeah. With this. Well, maybe if maybe you if you want to tow a these... maybe if you want to tow a trailer, then you've got to mass adopt a bigger vehicle. So if you want to play that game, then you will get you will be able to mass adopt it. Yes. The the real the real part is. I mean the 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 real thing here is. They could possibly scale it down, but that's not their vision. And they know that they can get in, in a in a in a good situation. They know that they can get numbers of people to support the game. I don't think that their choices on what what the machine specs are is going to is going to torpedo their game. I think it's going to be the fact that it's a crypto game and the economy might suck. User experience, man. That's what it's going to boil down to. You know, I had the same problems too when I when I bought used computers from friends. I, I uh, part of why I came up with this is I've been into Star Citizen, and the guy who programmed Star Citizen, Chris Roberts, had had us all over at his shop, at his, at his building where they're building the game, and I was asking him, uh, <laughs> I was complaining to him. That uh, he he he's the guy who made Wing Commander back in the uh, the nineties, the early nineties, and I complained to him. I said, "Hey, look, I had to I had to play Tie Fighter because Wing Commander was too fucking uh, needed too much computer shit. I didn't play that shit." And he looked at me and he says, "Sorry, that game wasn't for you." <laughs> it's it's like he wanted. He said he wanted the biggest best that he could do at the time. He wanted to show the capabilities that if you had the, the right machine set up, what kind of really cool game you could buy. That's his prerogative. What you're, what you're failing to, to, to pay attention to is the fact that computers 
get faster over i mean computers start um over over a period of time this game is going to still be around and the computers are going to get faster and faster so if you develop it for a fast computer now two years from now faster computers will be the those faster computers now will be old and be able to run it so computers advanced all the time uh that's when they start coming out with up upgrades it's like okay well wing commander now has a has a uh an add-on to where you can take advantage of extra RAM, maybe render the images a, a bit better and stuff like that. So he was designing stuff for, for more of the top of the market. The longer the game is, is, is out there, more and more people will, will be buying new computers and will be able to play it. So I think there's an understanding of how the market works uh, and, and an understanding that you need to spend money on buying machines rather than getting them free from your wife's work. <laughs> <laughs> and then complaining about the fact that your free machine doesn't like pull, pull a 27 foot trailer. Sorry. I can, I can, I can run anything on these machines and it doesn't crash, but I can't run these games. That, that just cracks me up. It sucks to be you. I, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Well, on, Play Town on Star. my Town Star will work, it's designed to work on a phone. Yeah. Town Star works. Town Star works. And, uh, they, I what did else? believe, was, I, I do believe that they're going to do Miranda's, some Miranda's things that would work on lesser machines or phones, like like the tavern games and stuff. I would love to be able to check in on my towns from the phone. And they said, yeah, eventually one day we'd like to get there. But Chris well, Roberts I, said the same thing about Star Citizen. That hasn't happened yet either. Opening it up to Mac and uh, Linux-based, I think, is going to help a lot too because my Fedora workstation is... 10 times as fast, as fluid as everything as this Windows machine. And they're literally the same box. Well, you're, you're, it you're just asking, just remember you're, you're asking for a lot when, when you start suggesting that you have it on PC, Mac and Linux, because you, you're going to have to do exhaustive testing on each platform to make sure it works properly. That's a lot of money. So you're only going to see those for, for really, really good, highly adopted games but even then, um, you'll you'll just see them for Windows for the dominant thing because they they want to hit the easy stuff. They don't want to spend if they can make enough money on Windows, they're not going to want to go to Linux. Mac, I don't know. There's some games that'll run on Mac because apparently you know some people have morals and stuff. But uh, again, it's it, it it you start exponentiate exponentiating the testing here. Well. So it's that, been about two hours were, here. I you think, think I gotta go through and put chapters in this on Saturday? Yeah, you're gonna have to hear hear us talk all over again. So we oh have my goodness, we we still have some people hanging on. That's good. Uh, this, hopefully this this will get a lot of play online as uh, on on all the other places too. Uh, we we went over a lot of stuff. I think about seven different subjects. <clears throat> well, we we have had some shorter shows lately. A couple have gone long, but a lot of them have been shorter than we normally do. So there's That's more happening now. Uh, there is. Really, there, there's a lot happening. So uh, maybe we just need to add another show day or something. We can keep these more reasonably timed. Well, there there might be some things coming up eventually. Not now, but uh, Faz Radio might might broadcast from other locations where things are actually happening in the world that would be cool wouldn't it yeah you're you're teasing you're you're turning into bitbender man you're, you're you dropping so dropping leaks that. in here i'm just gonna leave that one and uh well <laughs> people have to show up for that 
Hey, they're showing this... up. We had, uh, I do want to. I do want to shout out to the to the listeners out there <clears> because um, we we take a look at our numbers and they're steadily growing. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, comments, feedback, all of that helps us tremendously. Please, if you have just a couple of seconds, throw us uh, some comments on what you'd like to see, what you enjoy about it, what you don't enjoy about it. Um, so that we can improve and bring so much better content to you as we grow. Yep. We have a lot of plans uh, and this, this green room that you saw at the beginning of this, if you came in halfway through, then you didn't see it, but we have, we're doing a, a pre-show and sometimes a post-show, not today. Cause I'm kind of tired now. Well, um, actually this last hour was probably the post-show. We just yeah, this was... <laughs> about everything. We got no one to switch. <laughs> This is, um, yeah, this last hour is is literally what our after show is like. Faz and I will sit there for an hour or two with the guests and and just talk, man, and uh, recap some of the things, go into some deeper thoughts, and uh, just let our minds wander and ask questions to each other. But yeah, we're, we're planning to do some, some premium stuff with the show uh, to where you'd pay a very, very small inconsequential fee to, to get premium access to certain things on Faz radio that not everybody would see. And uh, especially if we, we start broadcasting from other locations and stuff like that, that would be kind of cool. So stay tuned for that. Um, let's, let's wrap this up. Cool, man. Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, please leave us some comments and we will talk at you tomorrow night for our regular Faz radio show. Oh, 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 wait, wait, Titan. We have our uh, pre-recorded outro to do. Uh, can you, like, say your thing so that people will know? Oh, absolutely. Hey, like, subscribe, and throw some comments below. That helps us, which in turn helps us provide you with much, much better content every week. Thanks for being a listener. Thanks for supporting the channel. And thanks for sitting through our pre-recorded outro.